Hi, welcome to Enlightened World Network. I'm Dr. Ruth Anderson here with Sue Broom. We provide a guided meditation every day of the year. And today, Sue is our guest meditator. Sue, thank you so very much for being here. Thank you, Ms. Ruth. I am uh, very excited to be here. And so are the chimes, as you can hear. <laughs> I can't wait to see where this meditation is going. And friends, if you hear the chimes, those are their solar chimes, but it's interesting because they will sound when there is something like spiritually in alignment. It's almost like they've got a, um, a personality of their own and they're chiming in, if you will, when Sue is doing her work here. So keep an ear out for that. So Sue, whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and get started. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> okay, everyone. First, I invite you to take a couple of deep breaths in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And once again, in and out. If you would like to close your eyes, if you're in a good space, a comfortable chair and not driving, or if you want to lay down, you can close your eyes if you're drawn to. And one more, breath in and out. And you'll notice that your body is starting to relax. Maybe there's tension from your shoulders or from your forehead, anywhere in your body that maybe falling away with each exhale. And with each inhale, maybe you're feeling energized yet calm. Just allow any stresses in your muscles, anywhere in your body to fall away. This includes any thoughts that may be floating on by. Allow them to continue to float on by. Not pulling them in to give them any more attention. Just allow them to move on. If it's something you think you need to remember, you will later. And take another deep breath in and out. And in this space right now, do you feel how floaty your body might know, how floaty your body might feel? 
And if there is any tension that you notice, just send love to that space in your body. So today we're gonna go on a little journey. And everyone loves to pick their own space, whether it's in a forest, whether it's on a beach, whether it's in their own backyard, doesn't matter. It's whatever feels right for you. And just walk a little bit wherever you're walking until you find a space that opens up into a circle. Into a large circle, whatever that means to you. And in this circle, you'll notice a space, a chair, something to sit on right in the center. This is for you. And as you take your seat in the center of the circle, take another deep breath. As you look around the circle, you can see that there are spaces for others to sit. And just beyond them is this protective bubble of love and light. Love can move easily through and anything that no longer pertains can easily move out and stay on the other side. This protective bubble is created by your light. If you notice as an observer, your self in the center you can see light coming out in all directions to the right, to the left, in front and back, above and below. This bubble is created by your light. Now take a moment and ask that your soul family step forward. 
maybe people you know, that maybe people you have yet to know. Maybe those who have transitioned already. Maybe angels, maybe guides, you know, from this lifetime or others. It may be those from the stars. And you'll notice all of those spaces of seats are filling in with your soul family. And you'll notice that your light is getting brighter. Your light is energized by your soul family and their light is energized by you. You may have noticed the temperature in your body going up. This is the light that you are. This is the connection that you have with everyone. Your soul family may be people you know in this lifetime. And they may not be. Your soul family is a different connection than those you see maybe on a day-to-day -day basis. Your soul family may feel different than your blood family. In this setting, can notice and feel the wisdom and the strength of all of your soul family. It grows, the more you notice it, the stronger it feels. The soul connection is always here. If you want to strengthen any of it with any one being, any one spirit, any one guide, you can with the intention. Any times that you may feel alone can pull on the strength of your soul family. If there's something you wish to know about yourself, about where you're going, Ask your soul family for any guidance they may have. They may chime in, they may not. 
in the center. You can spin slowly around and notice just all of the connections. They're each separate, yet all connected. They each are unique in their own way. And yet there is the common thread. You can feel it in your heart. Slowly spin around and notice each connection. Can reach out your hand and feel the energy even more. You can expand your heart and feel the connection even more. You'll notice the brightness is intensifying, yet there's a warmth to it. It's not a blinding light, it's a loving light. The brighter it gets, the more you can feel the love. In this circle, ask that each being, each loving soul connection give you a thought or an impression that you will slowly uncover over the next days and maybe weeks. There's nothing for you to know in this moment. It will unfold slowly in your heart. as a gift from your soul family. This connection is always here. In this space, allow yourself to take in three deep breaths. And in this space, 
Feel the appreciation and the gratitude and the love. You are so supported. You are so loved. And with that, thank everyone for stepping into this sacred circle. Thank them for their wisdom. Thank them for their knowledge. Thank them for their love. And as you are thanking them, you feel they are thanking you as well. Soon you are the only one left in the center of the circle, though you know that the energy of all of your soul family is deep within your heart. That knowing, that knowledge, that love. And as you stand, from the center of the circle. It all disappears. And you're back on the path where you started. Thank all of your soul family for this time. Thank yourself for taking the time. And take in another deep breath or two. Slowly coming back into your bodies. moving your feet and your hands and your fingers and your toes, your shoulders and your head, allowing yourself to come back into this physical 3D world. And open your eyes when you're ready. And maybe do a stretch. Oh. 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 <sighs> Dude, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. I, I just want to say to folks, if this meditation really spoke to you, if you want to find yourself going back to that place over and over again, just save this meditation to yourself in Facebook. And then it'll always be on your page. You can always go back and find it. So I, I remember when I was first learning about a soul family and I was kind of shocked that not everybody in my bloodline is in my soul family. Do you want to talk about that for just a moment? 
Well, I'll, I'll say it in uh, 3D terms so people can, can get it that way as well. Not everyone that um, in the family that they were birthed, so that bloodline, they may not see their blood family on a regular basis, or if at all, some people are totally estranged from their families. And yet wherever they go, they create a family. Mm -hmm. Now that's here in the 3D world. So that's um, just to, to give you the analogy. So a soul family is even on a different ex expanse. The, that's the word that's coming to me. Because the soul family are, maybe it's a spirit guy that you've been with in past lives and you flip flop back and forth when they're in human form, they're your, their spirit guide. And when you're here, they're, you know, guiding you, or maybe it is someone that you have had a past life with that just didn't decide to come here in this lifetime but they are also helping you, guiding you. Um, maybe they've been incarnated in past lives, maybe not, maybe in other dimensions. Because I think part of our soul family can also be from the stars. Now, you know, different, the Pleiadians, the Arcturians, and the soul family helps us grow in in the light, in the love. Everybody is like, well, what's my purpose here? It's like, well, our purpose is to love, to really get to the place of love where, where we can really focus on and be love. So each evolution or each, that's not the right, each layer, you know, our blood family teaches us certain things. Our family that we know here in the 3D helps teach us and our soul family is there. And maybe there's times our soul family at night in our dreams, we go off and we do healing work in different places. So is, is that how, is that how, how you understand it? And is that a good way of explaining it? Yeah, I think, I think it is. And I remember the first time I thought, I think there's something more to more to this than I ever thought. My um, dear friend, Sylvia, who, when I met her, it was an instant connection, like on a very deep connection, which sort of didn't make sense because she was 17, no, 20 some years older than me. Mm -hmm. I thought, what is this? And as I got to know her more, she was kind of like my mom and kind of like my sister and kind of like my cheerleader and kind of like, and it was like, wow, how can one person have so many roles in my life? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when she died, it was just so traumatic for me. And I'm thinking, who was this woman that mm -hmm. popped into my life? I mean, granted, she was in it for 26 years. But what was it that made that relationship so intense when mm -hmm. on the outside, it sort of wouldn't make sense for it to be that way. And I think that's when I first started realizing, oh, there, there's a deeper connection here than just mm -hmm. what's happening on the 3D. So a uh, similar, well, 
somewhat similar. And I haven't, I actually haven't thought about this for a long time. Several years ago, um, I went to the uh, Tucson Gem Show. So I was up, up in Northern Arizona at the time. Tucson Gem Show, people think it's like, oh, it's this really cool gem show. It's like, uh, no, the city of Tucson is the gem show. Mm. <laughs> it's like, seriously, it's like, oh my gosh. Well, anyway, I went with uh, a friend. There was, I think, three of us. And, and we were just going through different places. And, and then we had sat down at this picnic table. And there was a lady there. And we started talking with her a little bit. And you know, and she was, she was a very nice lady. She was from, I um, can't remember what country, but her and her husband, her husband was very scientifically into crystals. So they would come and, you know. So it was interesting because there, were diff, there was a connection that was there, but it was like, okay, well, the next day we met up with her again. And I could feel the connection stronger. And there was something, I, I, this was a while ago, and I honestly, I, I can't believe I don't remember this, but I, I don't remember what the interaction was between her and I, but I, I felt this really, really strong connection. And there were, over the next probably couple of years, we had different emails that we would do. Or, and uh, she called me a couple of times from where her country and I would just be sobbing. I, I could, there was so much love there for her. And I felt it, it there was a connection um, from a past life. And, and what had come to me through a meditation was, I think her and I were twins wow. and one of us died. Wow. So it was that, and it was identical. So it wasn't, um, you know, like, like it, it was the, we started out as one cell and separated. Isn't yeah. that how twins? Okay. <laughs> I think. But that's, so that's how some twins, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We were that type of twins. And there was such a connection. And it, you know, when I would talk with her, when I would be emailing, it was, it was, I would sob sometimes, but it wasn't a sobbing for a feeling of loss. It was this overwhelming love. It was so, it was so difficult to language. You, so you were home. Yeah. Yeah. And she felt it too. I mean, her and I absolutely felt it. It wasn't just me. So it was like, yes, I, I, I understand that. Yeah. It's very intriguing when that happens. And I was thinking as I was looking around it, many of the souls that I recognized, not necessarily from being in body, but I could go, oh yeah, I know who that is. I know who that is. I know who that is. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, how sad that you don't ever have a photo of your soul family. And I thought it would be kind of fun one day to just go into meditation mm -hmm. and go back to where you had us go and to sit and look and go, oh, I know who that is. And actually write down, this is who it is. This is what they are to me, or this is the message to me. And just go around the room and be able to write down who these souls are. Yeah. But yeah. that would be really cool. And I loved your idea of receiving a thought from each one of them. And just over the next couple of weeks or whatever, just stop and feel in and mm -hmm. say, oh wow, can I can I tell what that message is today? Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it is interesting. And I think that as, as it unfolds, because it felt like this, almost like each day you're opening a gift. Yeah, I, like I can get unwrapping it. Yeah, it's like the advent calendar. It's like oh, every yeah, day yeah. there's a new little thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's very cool. It's, yeah. I don't know. Who knows what kind of information we'll get. And, and I think too, I think right now it, it just feels like, um, and I don't, I don't feel it for this time of year, though that is probably part of it. Mm. But I feel in this time of our evolution, I think there is more and more of a people are reaching out trying to, okay, I, I'm, I'm drawn to my soul family, where are they? And I think that this also, this type of meditation, whether it's this one or something similar, if somebody truly is feeling like they have no connection to anybody in their life right now, this may be a way to bring in that soul family. And I'm not talking about a love romantic relationship. I'm talking about that person that, you know, they may challenge you to help draw you to the next spiritual evolution of where you're going, or they might, you know, trigger you even and and people think, well, my soul family wouldn't trigger me. It's like, well, that's how we grow. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, we do. Uh, Yeah, they absolutely do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's a friction. It's it's like um, uh, when the caterpillar is in the chrysalis before it's a butterfly. It's the friction of of when the butterfly is starting to open and, and this pushing, pushing, pushing that it's got to push to get the chrysalis open, and then it has to rest. And then it has to stop and it has to allow its wings to dry. And then it has to, you know, beat them just a little bit. And it's got to go through all of this on its own in order to strengthen itself to be able to fly. So that's what our soul family does. It's like, oh, I'm going to hold you back a little bit. Or I'm going to push back on that. Or I'm going to love and support you in any way that I can. Because that's what you need right now. Yeah. Beautiful. Yay. Thank you, Sue. That was absolutely. And I loved what you said, floaty body. (laughs) Never thought of, I've never thought about meditation as having a floaty body. And yeah, I, I felt that. Yeah. It was right at that moment. It's like, oh yeah, I'm floating. (laughs) I'm floating baby. (laughs) That's fun. Well, Sue, thank you so very much for doing this meditation for us today. And friends here at Enlightened World Network, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking time out of your day. And thank you for going inward and upward. Because by your doing that, you are a transformed human making a difference for us here on earth. So thank you for that commitment that you're making to yourself and to us. So everybody take good care and God bless. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Ms. Ruth. I so appreciate it.